1: The firstborn diaper backpack from Fly Dad has over 21 compartments to have everything right where you need it to be for you and your baby, and keeping you fly through the process. Get $20 off when you visit flydadgearcom Fatherhoods. Respect
0: my uke. What's going on, man? It's been happy a while. To you,
1: happy to have you back, bro. Yo, this is yo shit. Um, so, listeners have heard a few throwback episodes. We always feel bad when we have to throw out a, a throwback. Oh, well, I can't say that. I think it's good to have a throwback every so often because it reminds people of kind of where we've been a little bit. But, um, oh, shit, I think you froze, E.
0: <laughs>
1: While I'm EFN frozen. unfreezes. Um, so we've had... froze? Okay, now you're back. You're back. So we've had a few throwbacks for a bunch of different reasons. But most recently, i say the last two, Have been because of people being sick, and not us us not being able to actually like get together and do this. So, do you want to give people a little bit of the backstory in your recent exploits and being sick? Because you had a hell of a time recently. Oh shit! Oh shit! See, as soon as I start throwing throwing the alley oop to EFN, boom, he gone. Let's give him a second. Hold on. Hold on.
0: Yeah, man. So it's been a rough uh, few weeks. It, it was like a, we we caught a nasty flu. Um, I had it. My 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 girl had it. The kids caught it. I took. I had to take my son to to urgent care. He, he Him and my daughter tested positive for flu A. And mm. so I'm assuming that's what I had. But it was really like, man, like I hadn't had a flu like that in a long time. It was it was crazy. It was like worse than COVID that's and, what i said too yep. yeah yeah man it was it was rough and one thing that i really i've been fiending to talk about here because i don't know if 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 you felt it in the text messages when i was when we were texting like you know it's week one and it, you know i got the flu then i felt like you know i'm feeling like i'm maybe i'm might be getting better and then i'll have like drink champs and then i'll you know drink and then i'll have an event and i'll and i'll Drink also, and then I'll have drink champs, and you know, and then you know, and then you gotta there's no time for resting as a parent of young children, especially yep. the matter doesn't matter how sick you are, especially if they're sick, so you know there's that part of it and and I was coughing so much at night that i I, I wasn't sleeping well mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I, I was damn near, I had an, an insomnia, you know, so and imagine so this is one week, two weeks, it's going on, it went on three weeks. I'm, I'm not going into the office, you know, I'm not able to catch up on, on emails and and, and work. Um, it just started like getting a uh, cabin fever. And, and then, and then, and then I'm the, the last of the Mohicans on, on my side of the family. Like I'm, on terms of like the kids, everybody got better. Uh, my, my girl got better. My kids got better. And then I'm the one that's still sick. Yeah. So. I started there was definitely
1: there was definitely a sense of like desperation in in the text. Like I did feel that.
0: Bro, I was just I was over it. I was annoyed. I was starting to feel like like I'm I want to get deep in the sense that of course, you know, the other parent, a mother would feel the same way, but I can only I'm I'm we're speaking to fathers and I'm speaking right. from the perspective of a father. And also the perspective of you know, the breadwinner in the home too that feels the responsibility of making sure that i keep up with work um to make sure you know we pay bills i started to go into a dark place man like mm. unknowingly like i was just like obviously i knew i was sick obviously i knew everything but you know you start going to the place where it's like yo when when do i rest you know they tell you like the doctor or people, your family would be like, oh, you know, you're sick. Get some rest, rest. you know, yeah. stay in bed, you know, d- just have soup, you know, do this, do that. There's none of you can't do that, you know, when you got well, kids.
1: Well, not only that, but in your particular case, everybody was sick.
0: Everybody. But I'm just saying now at the point where I'm the last one. Right. I still can't do it. You know, because there's, it, you know, it's all hands on deck, even when, you know, we're we're not sick. Mm-hmm. So it just so started you're telling to, me you're telling me and it's the holidays on top of that okay that that complicates it a lot right
1: but your lady was better by the time you caught it
0: correct no no no, no. we both oh, cut it at the same time you got okay you were both going through it. okay yeah, yeah, yeah so we're both like the first three days like we couldn't move man like it was yeah. that bad like but we had to move because the kids and then my son's throwing up diarrhea and yeah. then, you know like i got to a point where i had stomach flu too like everything's just like it was like, I felt like I got sick multiple times within that three weeks. That's how I felt. Like Definitely. maybe I got, I felt like one day like, oh, maybe I'm getting better. And bomb, it hits me again. Yep. Maybe, you know, uh, I don't have, I don't have like mucus, but boom, the next day I have mad mucus and and congestion. And then but I don't have any sinus issue. Boom, sinus the next day. You know, like it was like, I was getting all these weird things in, in waves and I was doing the IV shit. Like I'm trying to do things. I did the IV therapy twice.
1: At home, like they brought you.
0: Luckily, a uh, uh, shout out to it's instant hydrate, instant hydrate on 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 Instagram, okay. homie. You know he's 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 in our neighborhood. Started his own business, and um, he offered it to us, and so we did the first one, and it was after those three days that we were like really fucked up. That night, dude, like me and my girl that day, that, that oh, evening, because we, we were like cleaning. We're like, oh, <laughs> shit, man. We all we back, baby. We back. Your boy <laughs> was like, like yo, you want that? You know I mean, <laughs> this is day four, bro, of being sick. Um, And now looking back, we were I was far from being better. Right. But that night, bro, you couldn't tell me shit. I was like, this must be what cocaine feels like. <laughs> I was like, yo. But then when I went time to go to sleep, bro, I felt like currents going through my body. I couldn't go to sleep. Wow. So I woke up shittier because I couldn't sleep. And um, yeah, man, it was just, it was wild. So saying all this, because it's like, I, I got in a real dark place um, mentally. I, I really was feeling like, damn, man, like how, how do I rest? What do like, you know, like you start to feel like, man, it's like, what am I supposed to do? You know? And I don't want to feel sorry for myself, you know, but it's like, how do I, you know, like I can't work. I can't get the shit done that I need to get done. The holidays. I can't even fucking shop for, you know, for gifts for, for, for the family. Um, and, and it's just like, you're like, I can't rest. Everybody's telling me you got to rest. You got to rest. But how, you know, how do you rest? You can't rest. Not in my home. At least there's no just laying in bed all day type shit. You can't do that.
1: And yeah, yeah. I used to have some help before no longer.
0: We do, but even she got sick. Okay. She came the first few days. Yeah. And then was, she got was, sick.
1: You guys were all fucked up then. And
0: then the kids weren't going to school. So it's, and then my kids, when they're sick, they're like more hyper because they're like, you know, they're like, they're trying to move around so they don't feel it. Yeah. So they're bouncing all over the place. Except my son, when it got so bad for him, the little guy, man, you know, he's throwing up everything he's eating. Mm And he got so weak that you know you put him down, he'll take two steps and he would throw himself to the ground. Oh shit! Because he was so weak, it was like disheartening to see that.
1: So you you're in a dark place. What is going through your mind when you say you're in a dark place? What does that mean? Like you're.
0: It just you just feel like like you start to think dumb shit. Like man, like like oh man, fuck this shit, man. Like what the fuck is going? Like you know you just you're irritable. You get get into arguments with your significant other over dumb shit. Um, you just start to feel like unappreciated, you know, as a father, as a man, as a, as a breadwinner, you're like, bro, like, does anybody want to like, maybe go out of the way to let me fucking rest? You know, like Mm -hmm. you start to just feel, you you feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. And, you know, you start to like, just feel like everybody's against, like, you know, no one's like letting you, letting you, letting you, you become selfish. (laughs) This is just boiled down, but it's, this is the thing that I really wanted to discuss because. Even if that stuff is valid in that moment, you know, as soon as I started to feel better, right, like like, uh, and this is maybe just four or five days ago that I started to feel better. Yep. The minute that I started to feel better, bro, my mind cleared up. My My optimism came back. My pessimism went away. And I wasn't negative at all. And I was like, hold up a second, bro. I don't know if... I don't know the biology or the science behind it, but I don't, you know... Maybe this this flu, you know, does something chemically, has a chemical imbalance, you know, creates a chemical imbalance in your system that allows stress to really fucking Take get over. to you. And, and, and I can't imagine... People who already prior to being sick like this, maybe being in a dark place, I could see, you know, and, and, and I say this also to say with, you know, rest in peace to, to that dude, Twitch, that passed away, yeah. that, that that committed suicide, um, who's a father, which I, I can't even fathom doing that to myself, having kids. I cannot That's fathom it, bro.
1: That shit shook my whole household, but we'll talk more about that in a second.
0: But all of this ties into me because it all happened around the time, and I'm like, anybody that might be going through something and are, isn't already in a dark place and then catches some kind of a, a, a flu or something that, like, maybe there's something there where it's like there's, a, there's an imbalance where, man, that would take that person over the top.
1: So I think I had the same thing that you had just given the way you described it. I didn't get any tests done or anything, but the shit was incredibly fucking difficult to get through. It wasn't as long as yours. Mine lasted five days, which is I think an absurd amount of time, but you know, still not like you were going. And and I added to
0: mine because I'm drinking. Right. Yeah. So, Please, if you're in, and, I, and if you I'm have the flu, don't fucking go out there and get drunk.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm definitely resting. I'm not drinking alcohol. like right. I'm hydrating. So I, I was doing things that you know you you weren't able to do. But and, may, and maybe this is why I'm about to. See, it didn't hit me the way it hit you, right? Because the combination of things that you're doing in combination with being sick may lead to you being in a darker place than I was. So that that does I think there's some merit there, but. I think generally speaking, like when you feel helpless, when you're sick like that, I think it's pretty logical for somebody to get down. The, the The depth depends on the person, but to get down because, yo, it is debilitating. Like you have no energy to do shit. And then you add on top of that your kids, your the household responsibility, all that other shit. The, the monkey that's on your back is, fuck, it's a gorilla, bro. So, like, right. I can totally, especially, again, like, in your shit, I could see that. I just, I wonder, like, if what you're saying does hold weight, but the combination of things, I think, make a a big impact on it. Because if you're trying to get, if you're able to get rest and you're hydrating, I think a lot of, the, the impact is a lot less, even though it still comes. Because, yo, it's. The, the the cabin fever alone, like what we just went through in in the COVID crisis, like that shit is real, right? Uh, but look, let me ask you a question because I had a conversation recently with a gentleman. Shout out to steven he's a listener of the show. Actually, found out about Fly Dad through something
0: that happened on Drink Champs. Not through your been. centerfold. The, the
1: no, no. He ordered that, after. that you did. He ordered that after he found. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: On (laughs) dominicanpoppy.com.
1: I should go buy that. Uh, So he found out about Fly Dad through Drink Champs and then found out about the podcast through Fly Dad. So I'm having a conversation. So I'm, I'm having conversations with customers of Fly Dad a lot lately. And we were talking about what his life was like when he found out he was having a child. Right. And so he was in his almost 40. He was almost 40 years old when he had his first and only right now, child. And he said, yo, as soon as he found out that his lady was pregnant, something clicked in his mind. And he said, yo, I need to go get help. And not because he thought he was fucked up necessarily, but he was like, yo, I know I have baggage Mm -hmm. that I need to settle before I introduce this being into the world. And he was proactive in figuring
0: you know, props and, and by the way,
1: you, mad props to him. Because, look, he's similar to us in, in, in this respect. He's Latino. And just be, he's a man. Latino. Right. A male Latino has so much stacked against him when it comes to being able to be okay seeking therapy. Even today. Because of all the shit that we throw at each other and, like, how we try to punk each other and all that shit. So for him to have that presence of mind to go do that, I was like, yo, dog, like that's like mind blowing to me. So I, I turn the question to you and say, you, you, we in general, but you in particular, you have a lot that, that you deal with on a day to day. You don't have a standard life, like a lot of people, regular job and that kind of thing. Have you ever considered therapy?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And have you
1: taken the step or, or are you still no. kind of thinking about the it?
0: The thing is, I'm, uh, I was talking about this with a friend. Well, first and foremost, what's the listener's name again?
1: Sorry. Hello. Yeah, you're there. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I can't hear you
0: now. Okay. Um, Stephen. Well, shout out to Stephen. Um, and I want to say I told my girl the same thing. I tell my girl that all the time, you know, that both of us. Either as a couple or I mean, I think we both like we should do it individually and as a couple, not to say we have problems, but just to say whatever we need to do to be better. Human beings for our children so that our baggage doesn't affect them. We should do it. And 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 it's a failure on our end that we haven't been able to initiate that. And I I, I,
1: I propose a challenge.
0: Well, hold on a second, but let me continue. And I'll take your challenge. And my girl, right, needs, right. if she's listening, take the challenge. Yeah. And um, so yes, I agree. Uh, I do believe in therapy. I'm saying, yeah. and and I and I want to do it. I have hesitations because, a, I don't have time for it, which it should be priority, top priority. But sure. a lot of things should be top priority. Um, I also am skeptical of other human beings. Uh, yeah, it's a trust thing. It's a huge. I i as a when I was younger, I've done therapy. Oh, my, oh yeah, my you mom, mentioned that. my mom, you know, threw me in because of my parents being divorced and all that. And there was some decent people that I spoke to. And my mom was always looking for the the cheaper free route. So yeah. I was always going through the government assisted uh, student who's learning to be a therapist or a psychologist or whatever. So you were the guinea that, pig. It, you know, yeah, I'm the guinea pig. And my mom put me in a couple of different things that I had terrible experiences doing these things. Yeah, I met one person out of five that was decent, you know. But you go to so many people that's it's not healthy. And you're supposed to divulge your life and talk about yourself. You know, it's and then now for me, it's even scarier. Just because I'm older, you know, God forbid my therapist is a fan of drink champs, you know. Yeah. Like I don't know, it's just a bunch of weird shit that goes to it. But I'm open to it and I feel it's important. Um, I don't want to lose my my trends. Oh, what I wanted to say also is that and, and sorry, I'm kind of all over the place, but Fine one the other thing like there was several things that I was feeling in that time that I was going dark yeah. and it was like I feel like I'm I'm becoming a I'm a failure in work um I'm I'm not taking advantage and in the initiative to which I always feel this way but I'm always like yo I got to do more I want to do more I want to diversify I want to do more I want to do more but now I can't do anything so I'm complete failure then I feel like I'm a failure to my significant other to my girl and most importantly, I felt like I was a bad father mm-hmm. because I'm feeling like crap. So therefore, my personality is not my norm with my kids. I'm not a, I can't play with them as much as I want to. They're not getting 100 percent of me. And I'm like, damn, I'm a crappy dad. So you start to feel all this stuff on top of you. And it showed one thing that it showed me is how. How. It's um, the word I'm looking for. Can't, for lack of a better word how thin that that uh that shield or that that layer is that allows you to do things with you know like and just deal with life stresses like that force field or whatever yeah. um because it 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 was not there you know what i'm saying it so shattered these, fast so, so these stresses that are there every day were fucking getting to me mm-hmm. in a way that you couldn't believe it and and it's just wild that once I started to feel better, I was like, "Oh, fuck bro, like, what the fuck was that?"
1: The force field was charging back up.
0: and and as a man, it's hard you know it's hard to talk to people about these things, yeah you know 100%. And, and also I feel like, who the fuck wants to hear your problems? Everybody got their own problems in, in terms of talking to friends and family, right?
1: I mean, isn't that kind of the point of having friends, though?
0: It is, it is, but then then there's also the thing is, is that to really, really talk. You need time, and nobody has fucking time nowadays.
1: You need time, but also you need you got to almost establish like a sense of seriousness because your friends and my friends are very similar in the sense that like when we get together, it's like clowning. Hold the end right. on. So anything you might say in that moment will be thrown back at you. Like, come on, man, stop being a bitch. Blah blah blah. When when in reality, you're like, nah, I really, I really need to like get the shit off my chest. So it becomes chaotic and difficult in those c- circumstances, too, which is why. So And I told this to Steven when I chatted with him, like, yo, I value so much our conversations because we goof, we fuck around. But the intention is to try to help each other and help whoever's listening, like, right. at a minimum, see or, or empathize with kind of the situations that we come across. And doing that is therapy in and of itself. Right. Like you having this conversation right now is offloading a little bit of whatever you have on you. So
0: right, I need it. I was telling you guys I, I need know. to talk.
1: But like I told you, like we don't have to wait to record. We could always jump on the no, phone.
0: I know, but I wanted it to be fresh because I feel that maybe this helps somebody else. Maybe oh, I, 100% it does. And and look, I spoke to one of my friends and I'm not going to name his name um just because I didn't tell him I was going to bring him up, but yeah. I have a friend of mine, he's if, from the exterior you look at him, he looks like a hardcore ass dude, you know, people don't fuck with him, you know, he looks he looks a little intimidating and scary, and I just happened to talk to him about I was calling him about something else, but we got into emotions uh, and, and just, just like going through shit. And he divulged to me that he often gets in a dark place and talked about like, he would love to be able to talk to somebody, but he doesn't know how to even go about doing that. And he doesn't trust the same thing of trusting. And then I was like, bro, I was like, cause he, Oh no, this is what he said that, that, Immediately, I was like, man, that's how crazy that all of us men kind of might probably feel this way. He said he felt lonely. And I often say that. Excuse me. I told my girl that. I said, I feel lonely. Not because I feel lonely because you're not there for me and as a couple. But as a man dealing with man shit. like And not having a father figure that's been in my life. Or any real male figure that I can trust. I don't have anybody to go to and talk to about man shit you know and i don't have role models that i can say oh yeah this is someone really close to me that this is what this person does and and they're there at least i can see them i don't have that you know yeah so you start to feel lonely as a man dealing with certain things and my friend tells me he felt lonely and you see his dude you know you're like, this guy feels lonely. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I feel-. And I was like, damn, dog. I was like, look. And then, you know, he starts telling me about he wants to, he would love to be able to talk. And he's telling me his problems and shit that he's dealing with that's pretty intense. And I'm like, goddamn, like, you're dealing with some real shit. Right. Um, fam- Family dynamic shit that's pretty intense. And so I'm like, you know, we talk about therapy and all that. But I was like, look, at the end, I was like, look, bro, you know, you can call me and you could talk to me. You are not alone, dog. Yeah. You know, I'm one of my best friends. He's like, I know. Don't need to hear that shit. He's like, I know, but it's like you got your family, you got your shit. I don't want. I don't want. And, and I go, and I understand because I don't want to burden you. And we don't have two hours to talk because I need some hours, bro, to get some yeah. shit off. Yeah. But then you know, I was like, nah, bro. At the end of the day, if if it's needed, it's needed. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you something, and and I feel like you you take advantage of this every so often, but like me, this is how I I look at it. I could be incredibly busy, which is pretty normally what my days are like mm-hmm. between family work and all this other stuff. But I will drop everything in a heartbeat for being there for somebody when they need it. And, and it sometimes it's not on some like life or death type of shit. It's like somebody's hit this, this point where, you could tell, you could sense the frustrations at a, at a peak. And that could be just a tiny little moment in that day, but being able to be there for that person and like shove stuff aside, like I, I, it's hard, but I, I'm willing to prioritize things in that way because you don't know. And again, I don't want to make it sound morbid, right? Like, People might hear what I'm saying and think, like, oh, my God, yeah, if somebody sounds like they're about to kill themselves, like, sure. But it doesn't have to be that crazy. But it can get that crazy. But how do you identify that? You don't. You don't know what that other person's really dealing with. So I take it pretty seriously when when you or a friend of mine or, like, anybody that's really close to me is, like, calling me specifically. When they call me, nine times out of ten, either I'm picking up that phone call or I'm going to hit them right back and be like, yo, I could speak in X amount of time. Right. Because I don't know what's about to go down. And if it's bullshit, I'll be like, yo, look, all right, cool. Let's talk later. But most of the time it's not. Because in this day and age, it's a text primarily you communicate. When somebody's calling you, usually it's something serious or important. So I'd say to you, with me, you know you got that. And I don't want to hear the bullshit of like, yo, but I know you busy." Let me determine that. And I'll let you know.
0: No, and I appreciate, and you've been there, and you, Heather, I Look, I consider myself a lucky person. I think I have some really solid friends in my life, um, old school and new school,
1: which and- is rare. Both are rare because you got long tenured friends, and then you got some nude friends, which is really hard to fucking figure out who is and, who and is.
0: they're Dominican. Who would have ever thought? Yeah, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> you and Socrates came out of fucking left field, <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, I'm lucky, and I and I and I fear for those who don't have solid friends out there. Um, and 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 that's the thing that I I have a lot of pride in with my, especially my old school friends. Uh, because people always say, "Oh man, I admire your crew. You guys have been together yeah. for so long." Yeah. And you know, it's not to say that we're a perfect group of friends that we're perfect friends to each other all the time. You know, we got our ups and our downs. But one thing hey, that I <laughs> one thing that I've always tried to do as the quote unquote kind of like leader of the crew, um. Right.
1: Yeah, the gang is leader I, of Crazy
0: Hood. It is, I've always tried to like talk to my friends legitimately like we are a family, bro. Like you you guys are my brothers. And that's how i always looked at my Crazy Hood crew. I, I don't have siblings. And I talk to them very openly and, and lovingly. Like, you know, like like I'll tell my friends. Yo, I got no problem telling my friends. Yo, I love y'all, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell them like if someone we know passes away, I'll be like, yo, guys, take care of your health. You know, does anybody need anything? Anybody need any? You know, like, do you want me to point you in the direction of physician, a doctor? You need a checkup? Like, we'll get on someone that we feel like is kind of a little bit unhealthy in the crew, which we're probably all unhealthy, but you know, to deflect ourselves, we'll t- attack the more unhealthy person. Um, but I just think that that sets us apart from most people like us. You know, crews like us, where we really try to. We have like our group texts. Um, and you know we're always like there, touching bases, which I think is very helpful when people probably do feel alone. Oftentimes they're like, at, at least I, you know, sometimes just that little text group makes you feel like you're you're I'm there, not you're alone. connected. Yeah, you're you're there. You're you're not you're, you know. And, and I'm not gonna say it works for everybody because no. you might have a crew of ten people, eight people, and six of y'all are great, but maybe there's you know two of them that. It, that's not enough, you know, and and but I don't know. Would you- it's
1: it's uh, and I don't mean to bring this back to like business or anything, but it's it's one of those compelling things that brought me to, as far as fly dad goes, like create set, essentially the same kind of thing, right? A, a text group because actually, you kind of talked about it, and I'm gonna pigeonhole it into like the context of fatherhood, but like there's so many men. Who feel alone, confused, like they're fucking it all up as dads, right? And it's hard in the most general sense to talk to other men about your flaws or what you're perceiving as flaws. Right. And so this this telegram group that we started for Fly Dad, it's been going on for a little over a year now, but um that's the that's the premise of it. And sometimes there's nothing going on in that chat group. Like we don't we're not talk for like days. But then somebody will chime in and be like, yo, I just took my first road trip with my infant. And here's what I thought it was going to be. And here's how it ended up. And then we kind of like talk about it, share our own experiences. And like, it's like this cool effect of community. We don't even know each other. Like, this is just, we all know we have kids. That's pretty much it. And we're scattered all over the place. And then we get into some conversations that are heavy. And. At the end of it, like you you've, you've sense the the sigh of relief in the person that might have shared that heavy thought or what have you. So like it's it's really cool, like especially when you have people that you actually know. But even if you don't, there are opportunities to grow, you know, not have to be alone facing any particular thing. So if, if anybody is interested, it's flydadgear.com slash dad group. It's free. You don't have to buy nothing. It's just like a group of guys talking. Talking their shit, trying to help each other out.
0: Why don't you give them your OnlyFans? No, 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 that one you got to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> Dominican poppy. I don't that's fans. that's the
1: Dominican toe fetish.
0: <laughs> Mango.
1: <laughs> Yo, but so you're feeling better? Can, can yeah. we share some of the
0: recent news? Yeah, bro. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. It's your news. <laughs> Well, I mean, that added to the to the pressure and stress of that whole thing. So I I proposed to my girl. Yes, you did on Christmas. We yes, just put a horn there. Nothing. I didn't hear shit. Oh, nothing. Oh, yeah, no. I heard. And you know, the thing is, I wanted to get a ring and all this stuff for Christmas Day, but I I couldn't go out shopping. I couldn't do shit. And uh, and then we got an argument over me trying to go shopping. Which she is a know that, but. He didn't know it was for that, but I'm like, yo, I want to go with my homie real quick because we want to buy shit for our girls and we don't want y'all to be there. And she's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> ah, let's go. And I'm like, nah, bro. Whatever. Long story short, we got an argument over that shit. And I was just so stressed and so in that place that I was like, I threw up my hands. I gave up. I'm like, fuck this shit. You know? Like, I'm not dealing with this. Like, all right. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to grab that. And, um, but whatever. Luckily, uh, you know, I would I proposed. And we ended up, we we went uh, ring shopping actually yesterday.
1: Wait, how does that work? So you never went to get the ring. No. So you But you proposed without a ring.
0: I got a card. Okay. When I went to go get medicine in the middle of the night, (laughs) I went and I got a Christmas card for her. And in the Christmas card, I put, will you marry me? Oh. In the midst of all the kids opening their stuff. I'm like, oh, here, this is for you. Ah, uh, she, she already knew the story that I couldn't get shit for anybody, right. like other than the kids. Everything we got on Amazon for the kids. Um, well, Santa got it, right. but uh, but what's it called? Oh, you got, I gotta tell you something my son said about Santa. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, I gave her that, and then you know she reads it, and as she's reading that, all like confused, I, I, she looks up, and I'm on one knee.
1: Oh, with know. a with a with your your hands out like.
0: Yeah, I was just Thank like, you. like, 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 this is what you get, me. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Air something. ring, <laughs> the
1: air ring, the genesis of you planning that out, right? So, like, how long have you been planning, like, that moment, how you were going to actually do it?
0: I'm terrible at all these things. I'm terrible at giving we gifts. M- I'm terrible at moments. I'm a procrastinator for all this stuff. Yeah. I will put that out there. Um. I'm really good at the thought that counts, but it's the thought only that counts. <laughs> so, so I thought about it for a year already that I was going to do it on Christmas. I I had been telling like some close friends. Yeah. You know, and as time, you know, crept up. Cause there's never time for anything yeah. with everything, the kids and work or whatever. I'm like, all right, well then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go. How hard is it to go get a fucking ring, bro? I'm just going to go get a ring a couple weeks before Christmas and you know, because I don't want the ring around the house or I don't want to lose it or whatever. And then that couldn't happen because of you know her being a jerk about it. Um <laughs> yeah, and then blame so, yeah. her
1: Blame her because you waited until you got sick.
0: <laughs> no, you're right. No, and then she's like, you know, and then she's like, uh, you know, this is it was good, it was cute, but you know, no ring, kind of you know, a card, like <laughs> she
1: shitted on you. <laughs>
0: kind of shit on her little. She was bit. like, Yes, I do, but. You could have yeah. really tried harder. <laughs> it's true. I it probably could have, but it, like I said, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> Inside my mind, the shit was romantic and beautiful. It worked. Um, <laughs> but uh, did your kids pick up on anything? As yeah, it was my kids do not understand any of this stuff. You know, my she tried to tell my daughter, "Oh, daddy, you know, when mommy and daddy are gonna get married." My daughter's like, "What are you talking about? Like, you've been
1: married in my mind. I
0: don't she even know what, what married is. really is." You know, like. I'm like, don't, she doesn't get it. Like, stop trying to confuse her. So like, like if we're not together, now we're going to be together. Like how confusing would that become? But, you know, once they see, you know, once we do like a wedding or whatever we do, whatever ceremony we end up doing, that's the next phase of our back and forth of what's going to happen.
1: It may not even be a traditional wedding. It might be something
0: else. I'm, I'm with non-traditional, but I, you know, and she's with non-traditional as well. But then, you know, she's like, also, you know, every woman wants to have semi-traditional stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I get it. I get it. And I told her I just want her to be happy, whatever she wants, to an extent. Yo, congrats, um,
1: congrats bro. Thanks. That's, that's big. Congrats to her. I, thank you. I, mean, I don't know, but I assume, like, this was something she was waiting for. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's it's dope to see. Did you feel pressure, because you have kids, to do it, like, not now, but, like, earlier on, when you had, like, your daughter for instance was there pressure in your mind
0: yeah there's always pressure and my girl was always like wanting it to happen what are we doing this right but i'm good at handling pressure like that like i'm just like i have to i feel like it's i think it's it's more special when it really comes from like an organic i'm ready place you know And, and it's to me this is a formality we are married already. Sure. So to me this is a but i get it it's different for everybody everybody and for for women more so um so yeah you know it, it's just when i was ready but
1: when, when that day comes and you guys are officially married right are you going to refer to your lady as my wife my yeah lady?
0: absolutely you, you will okay Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. i mean i could i could do it now but she gets weird when I say that it really? like, oh, she gets weird really, about I'm it not really you're right you know like, oh
1: but this that's like a it's like a petty rebuttal it's like, yeah, yeah 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 I'm not you don't call me that because you haven't given me the ring yet type of shit
0: yeah, and then also like the last name shit always gets oh. a side eye
1: wait time out is there a debate about that or is she's willing to take no yours the fact that
0: all of us have the same last name and she doesn't oh, because we're not got married got it got it, yeah,
1: boy. Some fun fun times ahead.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> um, really quick before we get out of here, before we're getting out of here, before time,
1: we get out of here, we still have to talk about the challenge, but continue.
0: Yeah, the challenge too. And I want to make one last comment on that, but I want to bring up my son, what he said, oh, which yeah. was which was cute and interesting and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I, I'm the, I'm that guy that's putting Santa Claus in their mind that Santa Claus is real. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's good, maybe it's bad. I believe in Santa Claus. If
1: you if you like it and you think it's good, then it's good.
0: Whatever, it's fun to me. Yeah. Um, and then I get these apps that if anybody wants to know, and I, I can you know send links to. I have an app where you can call Santa Claus. You can put the name in there of the kid, and it tells it says their name like they're talking to them on FaceTime. Yeah. And then I have another app where you pay a little bit of bread, and it gives you it, it superimposes a video of Santa Claus in your house, like on at the tree. And there's different things that you can pick to, to, to do for Santa Claus to just look at your tree and be like, wow, this is beautiful, or look at you and be like, no, 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 don't film me, and comes up to you crazy. So I, you know, I did it last year. Unfortunately, I did the same video that I did last year, but it's I mean, it's a different background because the oh, okay. everything looks a little different. But and my daughter has an impeccable memory. So she was like, yeah, I think he said that last year or something like that, you know. I don't know. But point is, is that they believe in Santa Claus, right? Yeah. And Santa Claus came while they were sleeping. They understand that and puts all the gifts there. And so, eats. so
1: your daughter also still believes in Santa Claus?
0: I think I told my girl, I don't know, man. I don't know if she really believes it. She's just looking at it. I think we're know, terrible at hiding things, but
1: that. And then when you go to school, yo, the kids in school, fuck it
0: all up. Yeah, but she's still little. She's four. I don't know if they're fucking it up yet, but yeah. they're bound to fuck it up next year. Yeah. Um, she. So, yeah, they believe in it. So. And my son, this is the first year where he's a little. He's more. He's understanding Christmas. Last year he didn't. Now he does. He understands Santa Claus comes, puts the gifts, all that. So that night, you know, they woke up and Santa Claus, all the gifts, and Santa Claus ate. We forgot to. We didn't have cookies, which we were supposed to have. But we gave him a a fucking uh, what are those little cakes <laughs> called? a little
1: oh, I was gonna say uh, a granola bar. Or some no, shit. one of those <laughs>
0: fucking pound cakes. Okay. So he fucked up the pound cake. He drank all the milk. Um. And then he put all the presents there, and then later that night for putting you know my son putting him to sleep, you know we're talking about Christmas and all that, and he tells me this, which fucked me up. he's like, you know he's still not fully speaking, but he's he's you know he's I understand him, yeah, and he's like uh santa santa came santa Santa came while while sleeping while sleeping, and I'm like, yeah, Papa he goes Scary. Oh, and and I'm like, it's scary because yeah, sleeping Santa came in the house, you know. And I'm like, no, it's not scary. It was scary. Yeah. And I go and I go, so I could see he was scared of this, of fucking some guy in our crib in the middle of the night doing whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And eating and all this shit. So I tell him, no, 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 because I could see that he was scared of it. Like it bothered him. I was like, I don't want him to go to sleep scared that anybody could come into the house. So I was like, no, no, Poppy. I was like, he knocked on the door, and I opened the door for him, and I let him in. Uh, he goes, yeah. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, Santa's my friend. He goes, oh, and Santa's my friend too. I go, he's your friend, I say, and Daddy friend, and Daddy friend. He knocked on the door. I say he knocked on the door. I let him in. You know, I told him where the food was at, and I filmed him. You know, because I was there. I was right there <laughs> next to him. So you saw the video. He's like, ah, oh, and yo, know, and then he. Wasn't scared anymore. Damn, that
1: was good thinking.
0: <laughs> but I was like, holy shit, this is about to go fucking left, bro. Oh, like, man. he's about to be terrified of home invading Santa Claus.
1: Yo, can you imagine? Like, that literally would have been, like, the traumatic moment for him right there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> He would have never gone to sleep ever again. Ever. The thing that, that this fucking Chris- strange ass dude is walking in the crib.
1: Christmas would have been, like, the most terrible thing every year for him.
0: And then he kept saying it like the next, the entire next day. He goes, he would say, "Santa, my friend, Santa, daddy's friend." He knocked on door. I was like, "Yeah, he knocked on the door. I let him in. Don't worry about it." And I go, "Nobody's coming in without daddy knowing, okay?" He's like, "Okay, okay."
1: He was like, very clearly, like the way this motherfucker came in was dad let him
0: in. <laughs> yeah, cause he, <laughs> yeah, bro. I was, and I was like, that's smart too, though. That he's, he's like, why the fuck this dude? Like, how did he get in? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's some creepy ass shit, Dad. How are you guys normalizing this? (laughs) Yo, for real. He's looking at us wild. (laughs) He's looking around like nobody thinks this is crazy. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, The two year old is like, "Yo, something's not adding up." (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. So, this is airing the beginning of the year.
0: Right. We're setting up. Everybody's
1: everybody's on their New Year's resolution tip right now. I propose. Are you proposing to me? I didn't
0: yes. know you. I didn't know you were like that. But well, let's let me, go for
1: it. Let me get you the air ring. <laughs> so you, we just we talked earlier about the whole therapy thing. I've right. been thinking about therapy for a very long time, and I can't come up with a good reason other than my own insecurities as why I haven't taken the step to go get a therapist to find one. And so, I think it's a great opportunity. And I I will I will join you in this challenge to go and find one and not just like one and done the situation, because you may not find the right one the first time. Mm. I don't really know how best to approach finding somebody that you could vibe with, but I'm going to look into it and I'm going to go find myself one. And I challenge you to do so. And we got to set a deadline, though. So what's a comfortable deadline for you to feel like you can actually accomplish this
0: i don't like the word (laughs) deadline.
1: i don't even know what another word for deadline is right now
0: let's set a marker (laughs) in our calendar let's set a Um, date
1: of completion
0: and and let me ask you this quick question because there and i actually signed up for this service and didn't use it Mm -hmm. but there's that service that allows you to do unlimited uh zoom like you know tele video therapy yeah and i just felt like you know what i don't know that that's i need to have the person in front of me
1: i kind of feel like that's i prefer in person over virtual for almost everything so i think for me it'll also be the same and another thing (laughs) but wait there's
0: more there's more (laughs) i feel that what makes therapy for me difficult also now is that I actually take the opportunity every time I talk to be almost like therapy. Right. Yeah. You know, whether it's on, even on drink, like, like if, if I'm saying something, I feel like I'm being as genuine and honest as I can about myself and kind of vulnerable. A lot of the times. Yep. Um, I feel like a therapist is just an extension of a, of a podcast episode. And how do I get that out of my mind that I'm just telling my autobiography to somebody and that I'm not editing it to make yeah. the the more entertaining version of my autobiography.
1: So, being someone that's never... Actually, I can't say never. Before I got divorced that one time... I forget I, that, you were, that you were married. I, yeah, I'm once divorced. So, I we did do couples therapy, but I had already made up my mind that it was a wrap. So, mm. I didn't really yeah, give that session any real credence. So. That's so why I kind of don't count it, but I actually was not in the presence of one. But generally not knowing how that's supposed to really go, I would say, I would love to think that professional will be somebody that's going to call bullshit when they smell it, but also hold you accountable in those sessions and dig deeply enough to try to make progress every time you speak with them. So that's, that's the mindset that at least that I'm going to approach it with and expect from them. And really like a lot of the stuff I would approach trying to find the person the way I would approach, like sending my kids to a new daycare or school. Like I'm interviewing the fuck out of that person as best I can therapy. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to understand like who I'm dealing with, what I should expect from that person. And if it's comfortable for me, if I feel like, yeah, that's logical. I think I could actually have a conversation with this person. Then I, I would take that step, but not just like blindly. Like, like you might go to a doctor, brand new doctor, and not really interview them. Just kind of show up. All right, yeah, whatever. I I know you're a PCP. You can check me out, physical, that kind of shit, and you generally be okay. This is a whole different ballgame to me. So that's how I would approach it. So I would suggest look at it that way, and I think the whole podcast the way you approach a podcast i think will change very rapidly if you find the right like partner in that on uh, that voyage
0: got it then there was something else i wanted to mention
1: you still haven't set a target date though so like don't try I w-
0: to i would say <laughs> end of february
1: all right so valentine's day is what we're going to co- go with then all right february all right. 14th don't worry i will be checking in on you in the group chat <laughs> Um, we, we might need to include K in this too. He's not here. Oh, damn, we didn't even talk about that. Poor K sick.
0: Mm-hmm. That's why he's not here. Yeah, man. Shout out to K. Yeah. We've been fucking up. We've been Yo, we've been doing the duo time. cast for a while now. Somebody yeah. be missing.
1: Yeah. but see, that's the beauty of having partners in a podcast, multiple. Because right. then we can rotate and the audience doesn't suffer too much.
0: Right, except we keep giving them the reruns. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We're going to do better, y'all. We're going to do better. All right. Um you've heard enough from us. Yeah. Uh, we hope that you start this year off with a bang. And,
0: and uh, hold on, hold on. And actually yeah. I, that I just remembered um just take, you know, I, it's it's said often take mental health serious. Yeah. But there's things where you don't even think you have men- mental health issues, situations, uh sickness. <laughs> Excuse me. Obviously, I'm not over my fucking flu. Um yeah. Just you know as men don't feel too macho to uh to do what you need to do especially if you, if you're a father because at the end of the day uh it's you're not living necessarily for yourself alone right you've got other people that depend on you so get your shit together
1: yo and it, and we talked about it earlier, but it's really key to find <laughs> a group of people that uh, just even maybe just one other person doesn't necessarily have to be a therapist. Like we were just talking about, but like some confidant that you can find that will give you the attention you need when you need it. And I talked about the fly dad group. It could be a meetup that you join in your neighborhood with some dudes that are down to like have conversations like that. It, It doesn't have to be complicated, but seek it. I don't care what your circumstances are financially, geographically, like you can find a resource or two that you can lean on and not feel alone. Like that is crucial.
0: Something important, too, that I uh, that was impacting me during that time is I wasn't able to go work out and. You see, although working out has changed over the years for me to the point where, yeah, I was working out and I was physically getting fit, and now I'm just fat boy fitness. Yeah. What it really does for me nowadays is it helps me relieve stress. Like, it's a stress release. Yeah. And it's and it, and it really works. So, I would say, you know, if you're not into working out or whatever, if you can do some kind of physical activity, I guarantee you it will help you in stress relief. That's
1: a great point and something i don't do and i actually despise but a lot of people do is run. i can't run. if i'm not being chased or running for my life, i'm not running. well, when i play ball. but people that run often say at first it's a little bit like torture when you kind of get going, but then after like the first couple of miles you mind you're is- hearing that I know it's crazy. I, I, I cringe myself, but like after that couple of miles, like your mind just starts to wander and you feel like this clarity and like you're, you're in your thoughts, but in a good way and it becomes very therapeutic.
0: So what's in your knees when you're running that hurts in your knees. My knees is what hurts. My yeah. back is what hurts.
1: Yeah. Everything. All the things you just said, my calves are on fire. You're talking about
0: you're in your mind and you're fucking metaphysical. <laughs> like what my mind it? ain't doing shit. My I just standing, sitting there in my fucking skull, while my fucking legs and my back are hurt.
1: But they tell—that's what they tell me. They're like, "Yeah, that's happening." But your mind takes over,
0: uh, and then your body—the
1: aches and shit—kind of subside. It's I have weird. a
0: rower at the crib. I mean, I need to use it more. A rower's dope. Yeah, a rower's You should dope. use it. Yeah, man.
1: All right, that's another challenge for another dime.
0: Me fui la pinga.
1: All right, bro. Hasta la pinga.
0: Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.